All right, welcome back to the weekly walk and talk. And today we are taking a beautiful walk, but it could be an ugly talk. So we are in Balaf on the Isle of Man. Really nice beach here, actually. Absolutely huge beach. Actually, let me show you the other side. And Kristen is in the background there in the pink coat. She's looking for sea glass. But uh, anyway, let's get on with the articles and stories for this week that you need to know about. And a couple of things before that, actually. Yesterday, a quick correction on my video. A few people pointed it out. I accidentally said India is looking to join BRICS. I meant to say Iran. <laughs> I had so much in my head for such a long video. I said the wrong country. So thank you for pointing that out. It's Iran that's looking to join BRICS, which is uh, a little bit worrying with how this is all moving and how these uh, different countries are now jumping on each side. Oh my goodness, this is not going to be this is not going to be good if anything kicks off with Saudi Arabia now uh, saying they would side with BRICS, North Korea would side with BRICS. Uh, this is not looking good, my friends. But anyway, we're on the beach. We're, we're just smiling through all this stuff, aren't we? We're trying to keep, uh, keep positive. But another thing that happened, and I didn't mention it this week because I just wanted to throw it in here as an afterthought, was after talking about all the chickens and the amount of chickens that have been killed, murdered, or accidental fires all around the world, what we just had another accidental fire in uh, a chicken factory where 50,000 egg-laying hens were killed. And you know how I keep saying this is so bizarre, how they, uh, they don't want to investigate this stuff properly or they just say it was an accident. Well, listen to this statement. I've actually written down the statement. The cause of the fire is unknown and may never be known. The focus is the welfare of the remaining hens. Does that sound like a bit of a smokescreen to you? They keep saying this all the time. It doesn't matter, you know, oh, the focus is on animal welfare and stuff, which I, I agree with, of course, but it's a bit suspicious that yet again, another fire in a chicken factory that killed all the chickens and now reduces the egg supply even more. You think 50,000 hens, I don't know how many when it's on that commercial scale eggs you would get a day but you know you can drop it in the comments but let's just say that each chicken laid an egg every day which maybe it doesn't happen but that's 50,000 eggs straight away leaving the supply so this is a bizarre phenomenon I think we'll use that word because you know what's going on there a couple of other quick ones then today Ford to cut 3,800 jobs, 2,300 in Germany and 1,300 in the UK. And then there's a few more jobs um, in other countries. So we're seeing even more cuts. And even though these are blue collar jobs, actually, if you look at it, some of them are white collar. But even within the blue collar, I don't think this is being explained in the best way because these blue collar jobs that have been lost there, they are on vehicles that are not electric. So another thing that was just passed, 
But by the way, this is the strongest wind I think I've ever had on a walk and talk. So hopefully the audio is perfectly clear. I'll use my best skills to cancel all the wind out. But one thing that isn't being mentioned a lot is that now the EU and some other places, they have banned the production of uh, gasoline, so petrol, diesel vehicles after a certain year. And, and again, right now they're saying 2035, um, but they're saying they'd like to do it earlier, 2028, etc. So these jobs would have gone anyway. So hopefully these people will retrain onto electric or they can move them elsewhere. But it does look like these are more job losses. And then last week, Disney had to cut 7,000 jobs as well because their streaming platform wasn't, didn't take off the way they thought. And a lot of cancellations happened. And it's funny that they never say why so many people all at the same time just happened to cancel their Disney subscription. I think we know why, because we've talked about this a lot. I was one of those people that canceled the subscription that we had. Also the Netflix subscription, I canceled that. Any company that tries to push an agenda and be political as opposed to being neutral, I will cancel that subscription. Any company, any business I'm doing business with tries to get political and put their ideals onto me and, and my family, I will cancel that membership straight away. And I would suggest that you don't allow that on you as well. I don't think most of you would anyway. You're all independent thinkers here. Bitcoin just hit a new eight month high as well. If you are a trader or you're some sort of a guru analyst that watches my channel, I know there are some of you, I would like to know in the comments below if you think that this is the new bull run in crypto. I'd be very interested to know because I'll be honest with you, I don't know if it is yet or not. I've been watching it over the last few weeks, watching the charts, and it's really difficult to tell because it looks like Bitcoin is massively overbought right now, meaning that it's probably going to come back down. But that's what the charts have said for the last two or three weeks. So it's a real difficult one to kind of gauge that. I don't think it really matters long term anyway. It's only if you are buying this uh, short term. But let me get on to a couple of the bigger topics I want to talk about today then. And this one is the Scottish leader, Nicola Sturgeon, resigns. Now, I know probably the 1% who are, in fact, it'll be less than that, who are in Scotland and my subscribers will be interested. The other 99% will say, Ah, I'm not interested in this, Neil. Well, let me tell you why this is quite interesting. Do you not think it's a little suspicious that she resigns, even though she, even if you look at the bookies or, or the, what do you call it, the gambling companies and everything else, they didn't have her as leaving until 2026 at the earliest. And then all of a sudden, just like Jacinda in New Zealand, this shock resignation comes out of nowhere. Let me ask you this question. If you had a, a job that was like the number one job for you in your career, would you just leave for absolutely no reason and give no explanation? Oh, I'm burned out. Oh, it's time to hand over. No, no, you wouldn't. There's no, I think someone has got to these, both of these people. I think they've been told to resign. 
because if you think what this has done now for Scotland, this has now killed the, the proposal, the bill, for Scotland to get independence away from the UK. So they think it's gonna take now around five more years before this can actually come to light, this new referendum, so that the Scottish people, if they want to break free of the UK, which I think is their choice, it's gonna take a long time. And the UK have done everything within their power to stop Scotland breaking away, which is interesting because if you actually listen to what the politicians saying, you read the reports, it is completely conflicted. So what the, you know, the reports say is that if Scotland breaks away, they will become a developing nation within X amount of years because all of their wealth and all their value comes from England and, you know, the UK, which doesn't make any sense at all. There's no evidence for that whatsoever. So the politicians say, oh, it doesn't bother us if Scotland breaks away, who cares? But then on the flip side, they do absolutely everything within their power to stop them breaking away. And now we have this mysterious resignation, which has thrown the Scottish Parliament into sort of chaos as they try and figure out what to do. So this referendum is on the back burner for a long time, I think, at least five years now. Over in France then, massive protests. Have you seen the number of people on these protests? The media aren't reporting on it, or even the ones that are, are trying to make out as though, oh, it's just you know a few, few, <laughs> few thousand people, or even a few hundred people. No, there are over one million people on these protests in France, as Macron, tries to raise the pension age from 62 up to 64. So people are just not having it because the French are a fiery lot. They will, well, they'll really kick off about all this sort of stuff as they are. So it's gonna be interesting. And the media is portraying it as it's a, it's a battle between good and evil and <laughs> Macron's the good and all these people are the evil. It's, it's bizarre, it's hilarious to watch this manipulation at play and oh gosh and the people who just believe everything that the media says it's uh it's a funny one okay i've got a weird one here for you well weird and funny to me at least because the last time i talked about this topic the comments lit up so here we go again we've got another another funny one and it comes out of the usa of course so young workers are happy losing their jobs that's the the headline here so they've started doing all of these surveys on young people in the USA, and a lot of them are tech workers that have lost their jobs. Now, what would you say if you lost your job? Because I know most of you are sort of my age or, or older. Our generation, if you lo lose your job or you lost your job, depending on what you do, it's different for everyone. Some people could just get another job easily, but some of us couldn't just get a new job easily. So if you lose your job or lost your job, that was bad because you know you got a mortgage, you got a family and kids and everything else. Well, not these days. These days, they are saying it's the best thing that ever happened to them. And what's even funnier is I can't even read out these statements that they've got because the wind is blowing this paper everywhere. So let me try my best here. Okay, one respondent said, uh, and I quote, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Now I can focus on passion projects. 
Another comment, I couldn't be happier. Now I can help change the world and encourage more people to quit their jobs too. Jobs are for our parents' generation, not for ours. This is delusional <laughs> that some people, in fact, it's not just delusional, it's privileged is what I would say. Because yes, some people, and again, we'll talk about the flip side of how it's positive, but some people have obviously got some sort of backup money or something like that. If they can just you know, lose their job and say, oh, this is great, everyone should leave their jobs. Imagine saying that to someone who's uh, you know, working class, let's just use that sort of term, or someone that's on a, a minimum wage job and they've got a family to support. So a lot of people are really insulted by these comments now, it's firing up, lots of people are, are discussing it, and then a lot of people are saying, this is why we need UBI, a universal basic income for all, and you know, we should, no one should have to work, and it's funny how this stuff always comes out of America. For all my American subscribers, which is most of my subscribers, I know you always find this stuff funny for those of you hardworking Americans. So I said I'd mention the flip side of it. Sometimes, yes, it can be positive when someone loses a job. So it was quite positive for me when I was doing one job when I left the army. It was positive for me that I lost that job because it really fired me up to go off and do some of the things that I wanted to do to start my own business and start looking into other projects. It fired me up. It was a good thing because being an employee just didn't work for me. I wasn't cut out for that. But if you think back a long, long time ago, there didn't really used to be employees. It's a, it's a concept of the the modern age. Think back to, let me give you an example. Think of a, a town in England or even in the US or something. You created a town. You'd have a baker, a butcher, a blacksmith, uh, you know, these sort of jobs. You were an entrepreneur. You were self-sufficient and you were self-sufficient at home as well. And back in the day, there weren't, you did, especially in the US, they didn't even used to have an income tax at one point. Small government, everything worked quite well. So you look at a lot of the problems that exist now, I think a lot of it is from government. And I've said this from the start, I think a lot of the problems come from the government, they create too much extra currency, they steal too much extra currency, they waste too much extra currency. And we just had a report actually out of the UK about the government. And it's shocking, absolutely shocking, that well, while everyone's going through a cost of living crisis. Some of these politicians are staying in five-star luxury hotels and these, I mean, beautiful, racking up huge food and drink bills and uh, just all of this crazy stuff. It's one rule for, for them and another rule for the people. And obviously I side with the people. So it's just terrible to me to see so much suffering and then to see the pol politicians wasting so much money. And it's not their money anyway. It's the people's money. That's what taxpayer public funds, there's the clue, public funds. It's the public's and the politicians just waste it and they just send it wherever they, wherever they feel like as well. And the UK has just sent 2.3 billion pounds or they're about to send the final payment to the European Union, which again, it's not their money, it's the people's money. 
for a fine. They had to settle a fine with the EU. But remember, the EU, they are not elected officials. All the presidents of the EU, because there isn't just one president, none of these people are elected. I don't know if you're aware of this. If you're an EU citizen, you're governed by people that are placed there. They are not elected and they don't have your best interests at heart either. So I don't know. The world is just getting more and more crazy every day. But try not to think about it too much and neither should you. Just enjoy the walks. <laughs> That's probably like an oxymoron there. I'm saying, don't worry about it, but I'm telling, it, telling you about it. But no, these walks are beautiful. I like just going for these nice walks and they don't cost anything. When people say, oh, it costs money to, you know, do leisure and stuff like that. Not always. It doesn't cost money to go for a nice walk on the beach like this. So that's what I like doing anyway, just going for really nice walks in nature. Just, this is lovely to me. This is just a really great, great life, I think. And sometimes people get upset when I say comments like that, which is a bit strange. Or, you know, I mentioned I bought a new property as well. The reason I'm not posting the property on YouTube and talking about it on YouTube is exactly for the reasons that I knew would happen. Just by even mentioning that I bought a new property, the comments, gosh, the comments, so nasty. Oh my goodness. Whereas that's what this channel is about. It's about helping you to have a, you know, to understand what's going on in the world, to prepare, to have a better life, to help you financially with my finance course and the private community, just to give you guidance and, and help you to, if you want these sort of things to do it. It doesn't always cost a lot of money. This is the key thing. I know jobs that are available on this island right now that it doesn't matter where you live in the world, you could get a job here. You could come and live here. And yes, you'd have to start out in a small apartment. I'm not saying that isn't gonna happen. You probably would, unless you could get one of the, the higher paying sort of engineer jobs that are available, which there's a lot. You probably would have to start small. But that's, that's life. If you want to have a better life sometimes, like I had to do all through my life, you've got to sometimes make a few sacrifices and don't get upset just because someone else has gone through those sacrifices and they're now reaping the rewards of it. But anyway, I, I'll leave it at, at that point there. And then a happy one. Let's end with a happy one today. Here we go. Oldest dog ever. Record broken by 30-year-old Bobby from Portugal. And yes, he's still alive. So there we go, a little bit of happy news to end the video today. Let's turn around here. Here we go. Oh, bright sun. No, maybe we won't turn around here. Let's look this way. So thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed today. Hope you enjoyed this lovely walk on the beach. Take care, God bless you. I will see you next week for more great content. Bye for now.